Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. Thank God it's Friday. Yes, the weekend upon us, which is uh, the, uh, well, it's it's when the Democrats play with the media and yes. uh, <laughs> launch all kinds of uh, scare hair-raising uh, agendas. I got to tell you, Bill, all the polls seem to be leading towards the, uh, the right. All of mm-hmm. the polls seem to be saying that it's going to be a red wave. Uh, it looks like Kerry Lake is way ahead now in Arizona. They're trying desperately to rescue uh, Hobbs' candidacy, but it's it's not looking good for her. And it looks like uh, in Arizona, Blake Masters has pulled ahead of Mark Kelly, which is a, a big deal. He's a former astronaut, and uh, but he hasn't done much. He's you- he's voted in sync with everything that Biden has thrown out there. Well, let me ask you something. If you didn't say his name, would anybody remember his name, or is he that forgettable? Mm, I, He's I'm forgettable. Sure. <laughs> he has a he has a, a twin who I believe was an astronaut, too. I can't think of his name, and I'm not going to even try. Okay? No, I, I know his, try I know his and, last uh, name. Like I said, I know his last name is His last name is Kelly. Uh, we know that. Well, yeah, yeah. You, well, you never know in this woke day and age. Could but, have changed his name to... Um, Whatever. And at the end of it, you know, I don't know. I got to ask you this question. Do you think now that the big red wave seems like it's going to hit, are they focusing their attention on stealing the election now, do you think? Yeah, I think they still are. Uh, And I think, you know, the the Schumer open open mic thing yesterday, it's a setup for a narrative that they want. Hillary's piece of audio that we've played a couple of times where she's talking about the steal and can you believe the states are going to get the right? to change a federal election, that is a constitutional right they've always had. So now 20 Democrats have gone before the Supreme Court to get them to change the constitutional law, and they're going to try to get it you know, as quick as they can? Come on. I, anytime you see a groundswell like that's going on, you can multiply it. It's like an iceberg. You see, you see that it's popping out of the water. Yes, and you think what well, is that's under not that, that surface? Yeah, you you can't fathom, and it's big, and they know it's big, but they are going to find every way that they can to steal, and they've got to get their their storyline in check. I got the Schumer the audio, uh, but it's awfully hard to understand. I mean, uh, there's a lot of runway noise. Uh, I could play it. I mean, it's only uh, about twenty seconds long, and but in and in the, in the audio, he says to to Biden, "Well, I don't think there was essentially. Uh, I don't think there was a lot of damage done in Pennsylvania. Oh my God, the damage done. <laughs> He's talking about the debate. The damage done was unbelievable. What what the Democrats are doing now, Bill, is they're trying to sell uh, the idea that if you think that he lost the debate, meaning Fetterman, then you are an ableist. Now, this is a word, by the way, that was hardly ever used anywhere by anybody until recently, ableist. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to say, and and the Democrats are good at calling names, aren't they? Racist. They use linguistics. It's all linguistics. It's all to sit there and reshape the way that you think mm-hmm. 
and they plant that seed, that word in your mind. And the reason that he had the open mic, they knew that the poll was going to come out on how Fetterman did, which it did come out. Have you heard about it? No, you probably didn't. Oh, my goodness. They've been keeping it a secret. The mainstream media? Yeah, no. Because, no, they said, oh, can you believe he got caught with an open mic? But hey, it's not so bad, you know. But what you uh, said going into the show before we turned the, uh, the mics on this morning, you said... Uh, Schumer's been in the business for years. He knows when a mic is open. He knows when yeah. there's a hot mic around. Of course you do. Yeah. Hot he, mic. There's a camera right there. They're, yeah. uh, they're, they're, they're there for a party. He <laughs> wanted to show confidence. He wanted to, He's talking to Biden on the runway. He says, essentially, uh, it looks like there wasn't a lot of damage done in Pennsylvania, you know, which is nonsense. It was disastrous. Let me play the 20 seconds. You have to Go listen. Ahead. You have to listen really carefully. There's a lot of noise. Uh, it doesn't get any better than this, but you might be able to decipher what he's saying. Granted, it's awfully hard to to understand what he's saying. It looks like looks like there wasn't a dam a lot of damage done in Pennsylvania. There was tons of damage done in Pennsylvania. Uh, also, yesterday, I don't know if you heard this, but President Trump is doing a rally in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. I believe it's Saturday night. Uh, he's doing like four rallies up to the election date. He's booked four ra rallies, so it's going to be uh, a busy week for President Trump. You know, it's interesting. They did a poll. Uh, you know, you look at all, you can look at all the bad things that, uh, you know, Joe Biden has done, you know, since he's been in office. You know, so cheating, conniving, lying Joe has done a lot of bad things. Trump has done a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. uh, free getting out of office and being out of office. Yet there is a poll out there that the Democrats are happy to tout that in a rematch in 2024, Biden could possibly, but he might win, just win, that Trump's numbers are going down. Oh, and I keep hearing me. that Trump's numbers are going down, and I'm going, where, when, how? I don't see it. They don't say where. They'll say um, a recent poll, but they don't say what poll. Okay? The fact of the matter is, Trump is, has never been stronger. He's been out of office, folks, for two years. He's a citizen. He's not running for anything. He's not, he's not in charge of anything. Yet. But he is the backdrop of all their, their excuses that they paint on him. Uh, i.e. Joe Biden, well, you know, gas prices. Well, uh, well, let me tell you about the gas prices. Biden got up at Syracuse University uh, a day or two ago, mm -hmm. and he said this. Listen carefully. The most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. Did you hear that? One more time for, for Joe. Listen carefully. The most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. What a blatant liar. 
What a blatant. It was under $2 a gallon when Trump was in office. Everybody knows that. I was paying one seventy eight nine, you know, when I was filling up my truck when Trump got out. But uh, not long after Biden got in, you know, we were looking at three, four, and then all of a sudden five, and we were kissing six yeah. in our state of Pennsylvania. So, yeah. you know, it's crazy. So he has no problem standing up and and lying. And there's a certain element, I guess, of uh, sycophant voters that'll just swallow that. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, of course. It, it, it is such a lie. It is such a uh, blatant, like I said, lie. It's ridiculous. Uh, also, I don't know whether you heard about this. We talked about the fact that there's going to be a red wave. A breaking Pennsylvania Democrat officials mailed 240,000 ballots to unverified voters. Then there was an update. Make that 255,000 unverified voters. What that means is when I got an absentee ballot, I had to show the driver's license. I had to prove that I was who I was, right? I had to give mm -hmm. the doctor's stuff because I have some uh, physical uh, maladies that uh, limit me from standing in line for uh, a long period of time. Okay. So that's what I had to do to get a, an absentee ballot. What these people had to do is nothing. 255,000 unverified voters. That means that people could double or triple vote. That means that illegals might've gotten these ballots and they're going to send them in. I, this is such a, an alarming story. I'm surprised it isn't the top of the news everywhere because there's 250,000 votes out there, a quarter million votes. You can have a hundred votes and it can change an election, but with a quarter of a million, you know, damn well, the election can be uh, swung. And well, what they what they've learned to do is keep up with the count before the election. Now, there has been a wave of mail-in votes, and a lot of them, predominantly, are Republican. Usually, they're Democrat, but lately, they're getting the Republican ballots. So they're seeing the numbers, and they, all they need is a mathematician to do the numbers and figure it out and go. Okay, we're going to lose by this. This is how you're going to counterbalance this. This is what you've got to input now. To sit there and stack the deck. Here's so the that's what they're doing is stacking the deck. If they know there are 255,000 illegal uh, ballots out there, can they, can they quarantine those ballots? Is there a way for them to push them aside so they can't be counted? Well, you're asking a guy that doesn't work in that. So I, I, my answer would be sure there is. But then, you know, the Democrats are just as much in charge of the elections as the Republicans are not, you know, because we're not allowed to get near the stuff. So they can sit there and manipulate all they want to. Why do you think the lady came out the other day? Well, you know, it's going to take a little while to count the ballots in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, the Secretary uh, of State. Yeah. Yeah, because they know they're going to have to protect their steel. That's the only reason. I mean, you could go back to the 50s, you know, when... We had old systems, no computers, nothing, and so, they were hand-counted, so, and it was done in an evening. So far, they've had postal trucks that were filled with ballots. So far, 
This is these. There've been stories out there of them burning the entire truck filled with with uh, ballots gone. You check the check the uh, the news uh, sites. Uh, you'll see for yourself. They've had reports of mail drop boxes already stuffed, meaning that you can't stick any more votes in it. They, they've got all the votes they can hold already, and they believe that they're fraudulent because people go by and dump uh, bundles of votes into these uh, drop boxes. They've had uh, supposedly conservative poll watchers watching some drop boxes in Arizona. They were armed, meaning they had a handgun on their belt or they had a rifle, and they the the left called the police on them, saying they should. Well, first of all, it's okay if you have a license to carry in Arizona, okay? But also, you have to stay a certain number of feet from the drop boxes, otherwise it's thought of as being intimidation. So they right. they went back the required amount of distance, and they sat in their trucks just watching to make sure that there weren't guys pulling up twice, three times the same guy dropping votes. And so the left ha is getting nervous because they are being watched in certain places by the, Here's the, the problem. You can't watch every box and they know that. So if they see that we're watching all the usual places, they'll go to the unusual places. But what you've just spelled out is the fact that they're going to do the steal. And the mistake that they're making is we do know that there is an overwhelming big red wave. That's and the only it, way they're going to win. If it's so big, Bill, if it's so big, they just can't keep up with the cheat. They may win. But like you said, if it's close and they're cheating, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think they're going to make the, the steal so big. The numbers are going to be unbelievably blue for, for like not Fetterman? because people are doing that. Do you think Fetterman will win in Pennsylvania? Oh, I think he absolutely will. I mean, a lot of people believe he's going to win and, uh, they're not voting for him, but the, they're going to stuff it. They have to have Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is a must-have state. Stacey Abrams knows that that she is in, in a must-win state, and she knows she's going to win it. I got a question for you. Do you think that if if it's an obvious steal again, the country's going to put up with it? I'm talking about will we just sit back and go another two years frustrated that it was stolen twice? Or yeah, well, do you think it's going to move answer into for anybody else? I can't answer well, for not, anybody I'm else. Speculate. Do you think other, what's the, you, based upon the mood of the country, do you think that people will just accept it as being the norm that stealing is, is okay? Well, I think some will accept. I think some will sit there and say, that's it. They'll, they'll throw down whatever they're holding and say, and they'll march off to protest or, or fight to get back their country. Now, an interesting thing that I've observed in the news, you know, we always see gun violence. And, you know, they've always been touting assault rifles, assault rifles, assault rifles. Mm -hmm. Then you saw what happened in Canada here just a week ago, Trudeau going, oh, we've taken away any kind of handgun, any kind of ban. But anytime you ever saw of an active shooter in the United States, it was with an assault rifle. There was a big shootout in Philly yesterday, 
And it looked like it was a Tom Cruise movie with these guys holding the guns, their hands sideways going pow, 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 pow. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And I said, interesting. So here we got a shootout, you know, and they're handguns now. Are we going to sit there and, you know, are we setting the stage to go lockstep with Canada? Well, Biden already said that if he wins in the midterms, He's coming after the assault rifles, meaning he's going to stop people from being able to even own them, never mind restrict them. Well, yeah, the assault rifles, but now handguns are becoming a problem, and they're probably handguns that have come across the border, if we really want to be honest, with the illegals. But either way, you know, I just thought it was an interesting thing. Major shootout going on. Uh, Ann pointed it out to me. It was going on on the TV while I was doing something else. And then, boom, there it was, you know, and I'm like going. But the first thing I noted is, you know, somebody there like he's in a Tom Cruise movie, you know, doing a little spin, the hand yeah. sideways, boom, boom, boom. Which, which is it's the, not a video game. It's friends. the dumbest way of shooting, by the way. It's <laughs> I mean, if you know anything about uh, uh, handguns, you don't hold them at, at a 90 degree angle and fire. Well, that's what made me go. You know, I'm not saying the shootings were, you know, the, the bullets weren't real and all stuff like that. But it's what we're used to seeing in action movies. So when we see it on the news, we got to see it the way that we perceive it to be. Well, I, uh, I think that we are in for an interesting two weeks. I can't imagine that they won't try to steal because there were no consequences in 2020. As a matter of fact, over the course of time, they've tried to normalize it and make people who thought there was a steal in 2020 look ridiculous. They've tried to say we're wrong for thinking that they stole 2020. I mean, I was yeah. just reading where, and I did, hadn't realized this, that Amazon had, uh, shortly after the 2020 election, had stopped donating to Republican uh, office holders who had tried to challenge the 2020 election, meaning if you were in Congress in 2020 and you challenged the uh, the election results, Amazon pulled their donations from your campaign. I just read that yesterday or the day before yesterday, they reversed that. Now they're giving donations to uh, people who challenged the 2020 election. I don't know whether that's because they're sensing that it's going to be a big red wave and uh, there's going to be a lot of Republicans in Congress and they have to deal with Republicans all the time. So uh, that could be why. But I hadn't realized that they had done that in the first place. Also, I read where PayPal, uh, maybe you heard about this, about uh, three weeks ago there was a report that PayPal was going to charge $2,500 to customers who use their sites uh in, in a biased, bigoted way, uh, who used it for the, to the traditional things, of course, like pornography and stuff like that. But also, if you said remarks about transgenders that were negative or, or LGBTQ, they would charge you $2,500, a fine, coming out of your account. So about two weeks ago, they came out and said, oh, no, 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 that was wrong. That was an internal memo that got out. It shouldn't have happened. Don't worry about it. No customer is going to be charged $2,500. Relax. That was two weeks ago. Yesterday, they came out and said, no, 
we're going to charge the $2,500. We're going back to our original statement. If you uh, put bigoted, uh, you know, if, you, if you're bigoted, if you're against the uh, homophobes, uh, transgenders, LGBTQ, we're going to fine you 2500 bucks. Okay, how can PayPal find somebody 2500 bucks because they don't politically agree with you? Well, you know. You know that small um, print? that you sign when you agree to be a customer of theirs, that mm-hmm. stuff that nobody ever, ever reads. By the way, if I were in Congress, one of the first things I would require is that companies eliminate all small print. If you're going to do something, make it plain English and make it limited, meaning not a paragraph on in, in, in microscopic print that most people can't read. Well, here's what I would say to uh, PayPal, or actually, how many Republicans are out there right now? Because it's a target against Republicans. Yeah. So maybe 80 million? Uh, maybe more, yeah. I'd, yeah, well, let's let's just say that roughly there's 60-some-odd million people that are conservative that use PayPal. Mm-hmm. Well, every one of them should boycott PayPal. Do you really need PayPal? Just forget them. Until they prove that they are worthy of your business, um, screw them. Don't well, even use them. Here's what I don't know. I, I was thinking, are they talking about, is it just for the site? Or is it like you and I are doing a podcast? If they heard the podcast, would they say, well, wait a second. I didn't like what he said, so I'm going to charge him 2500 bucks on our site. Meaning, I'm not t- doing this on their site. I'm doing this in the general public on the media, but because he said things that we didn't like that don't go along with our philosophy, he's going to be fined 2,500 bucks. I don't think that was clear. You know? Well, no, it's not clear. And, and probably if I were going to extrapolate what they're saying is if you use them as a service, all right. Mm -hmm. And you say something that's not politically in line with what they say or think, then they're going to fine you because you use them as a service. And I'm like going, nah, you know what? Then don't use them as a service. Because like, let's say that we had a membership, you know, facet on our website. Mm -hmm. Chances are you would use PayPal. They're set up for that. But then we would get fined all the time. Every dollar we got would be taken away with a fine from PayPal. I, I have an account. Uh, but it, it, I never use it. I have no money in it. I don't know how they could find me because there's nothing there to, to take. I have a PayPal account and it, it, it pays for a service that I use, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with, with this. Politics, and, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I mean, if they came after me, uh, I would sit there and go, yeah, you know what? Yeah, thanks. You know, that's interstate wire fraud. So thanks a lot. That's a RICO violation. I would just, and I would yank, I would just close my account. It's a convenience right now. I use it for the convenience of uh, being paid, but uh, I don't use it enough to, 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 I mean, I could pull it tomorrow. It wouldn't be a big deal. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. Also, uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren and Ayanna Presley were uh, campaigning and they were talking about women's rights and abortion and all that stuff. I mean, Elizabeth Warren is she's a lunatic. I mean, she's always talking about the rich and how they're privileged and 
you know she's worth about $30 million herself. Yeah, I was going to say Elizabeth Warren is rich and privileged. Yeah. I mean, was it you that told me she drives around in a car with a bullhorn? No, maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't me. Yeah. Now, now, she, now you got me wondering. The next time I'm up this way, I'm going to have to sit there and go by and see it. Well, she drives around supposedly with a, a bullhorn in her car. So if she goes to a rally and she wants to get her message out, let's say she's not, she's not the speaker at the rally, but she wants to interfere. She just grabs her bullhorn and starts talking. She, she is, she's a piece of cake. But she was in this... Uh, this presentation, this, this news conference, I guess, talking about abortion and things like that. And some of her supporters started to give her a heck saying, Hey, look at you. You talk about all these things, but you're, you're pushing us toward a nuclear war. You're voting for things that could get us into a nuclear con conflagration. And uh, they were just on their heels. Listen to this. Senator, you have got to stop funding Nazi-infested Ukrainian regimes. You are bringing us to the brink of nuclear war. You have got those billions could be used for a lot of good things here in the U.S. Instead of funding Nazis in Ukraine, they're preparing a dirty bomb to detonate and blame on Russia. This is not why we're here. I am here to make sure lives are saved we are going do you want a nuclear war? A nuclear war will cancel your debt and your life. I have sent letters, I have sent emails, I have made calls to these senators and congressmen. They refuse to respond. We are marching to nuclear war behind fools in political office. They have got to stop it. Thank you. Nuclear war is the issue. Nuclear war. Consideration. None of this matters. None of this matters if there's a nuclear war and we all die. In 2018, And it goes on like this. They're singing cancel mm -hmm. student debt. That was her supporters trying to drown out the nuclear uh, war uh, protesters. And she just stood up there looking like a deer in headlights until the chants started. But I don't know whether you heard it. While they were doing their uh, protest, some of their Gestapo walked up and, you have to leave now, sir. You have, oh, to, yeah, leave. You have to leave now. You and That was what I was focusing on. Okay. Yeah. You know, you have to go. You got to go. You got to go. You know, well, what happened to free uh, free speech, uh, Lizzie? <laughs> yeah, I know. But see, they're not used to this. The The left isn't used to having people protest them. They're usually the protesters. So all of a sudden now, some people go into their rallies and giving them heck. And they don't know what to do. It's like, uh, uh, 
how do I answer this? You know, I mean, what do I do? Uh, well, yeah, when you when you can spew something out and uh, have all your sycophants out there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cancel student debt, Stand cancel student, student debt. <laughs> oh God, you know, tax you know, the rich. You, those the morons. While they're clapping, cancel student debt. You know, they're un, they're they're opening the silos in Russia. You know, they, they they're, they're getting nuclear bombs ready to obliterate Boston. In places like that. Do you know, no lie, as we speak, they're running a, uh, a mm-hmm. war game. And here's something I wanted to bring, I wanted to mention. This is really something we should make mandatory. Everybody in this country should go online to, and watch the movie War Game. It was uh, directed by John Badham back in 1983. The computers look old and primitive because they are compared to today. But the message is spot on, okay? It is right on. I mean, it should be mandatory viewing for every single person in this country. War games. Yeah, actually, the computer was a real computer, not that they used in that, but that the the war games teaching. Yeah, the Whopper, yeah. Yeah. And uh, teaching the computer how to uh, learn strategy by playing chess. I bumped into it yesterday, Bill. I hadn't watched it since 1983, 40 years. I hadn't seen it, and I I got glued to it, and I was thinking, my God, my God, this could be us right now. We're being pushed by these morons and lunatics towards, towards a nuclear war, and... The message, and I'll I'll jump to the end. The message of the, the movie is there are no winners in a nuclear war. The no. only way you win is not to go to war. The only way you win is not to go to war. You know, they were making fun of Putin. He was talking about it. He goes, you know, when you have these weapons, there's always the chance that somebody's going to use them and he's basically what he was saying is, you know, he has he wants to be heard and nobody's listening to him. Yeah. So he's saying, and then he's talking about the dirty bomb, saying, "Look, you know, now uh, is he is he uh, crying wolf? Is he sitting there? Is he chicken little, going the sky is falling, uh, or is there some truth to what he is saying that?" Well, let's look at the bio labs that were on the border. What about those 5,000 missing nukes from when they broke up the Soviet Union that are somewhere lost in the Ukraine? Yeah. You know, Zelensky, uh, when you look at the Russian citizens in the east, in the east, uh, you're sitting there going, okay, uh, they're, the, the west is, uh, Ukraine is going there, going over to the east, and they have been since 2013, 14, killing Russian citizens because they're Russian. You know, uh, we, when I was watching this movie and I watched it yesterday, I hadn't seen, like I said, in 40 years, I was thinking, you know, a lot of young people who are alive today who are protesting, cancel student loans, you know, that stuff. They probably never have seen the movie Mm -hmm. and because it's an old film, it's 39 years old, but they should see the movie. They should see uh, what is ahead of them if they don't get their heads out of their dark and damp places, okay? Because it, it can happen. It can happen. 
you push people into a corner. You make it so they have no other option, and we're, we're, it's the end. It's the end. I don't know how people in their right mind, and there are people in our government right now who want us to go to war with Russia. As a matter of fact, I would, I would venture to say that most of the Democratic Party in Washington and a good number of the rhinos down there in, uh, in Washington wouldn't mind us being at war because they think that uh, the Russians are too uppity and they deserve it. They deserve it. Well, nobody wins, you morons. Nobody wins. Because I don't think they understand what a nuclear weapon is or anything about it. They didn't grow up in the time. And actually, you and I didn't either, but uh, we were smart enough to kind of study it. We did grow up during the, uh, during the Cold War and when there was the threat of different things. So we knew enough about what's going on. But today's generation, it can't be that bad as they say it is. No, it, you're right. It's not as bad as they say it is. It's freaking 100 times worse. And the other thing is, these legislators in Washington, senators and congressmen, they've got bomb shelters for them. They mm -hmm. are protected. Not one bomb shelter. They've got numerous bomb shelters all around D.C., so if they're in Maryland, there's a place for them to go. If they're in Virginia, there's a place for them to go. How do I know this? Because um, Greenbrier in West Virginia, I don't know whether you've ever heard about it. Yeah, the resort. Yeah, yeah It's a resort in West Virginia, beautiful place. But back in the 50s, uh, they were going to do renovations. And the government went to Greenbrier and said, look at We'll pay for your renovations, but you got to let us do something special for us on your property. And, mm -hmm. and they said, what? Well, and, and what they did was they built this massive underground nuclear bomb shelter. And for maybe 35 years, it was a secret. As Joe would say, it was a secret. Nobody knew about it. Then some mm -hmm. stupid reporter somewhere, some little dweeb, Thought it was a great idea because they heard about this bomb shelter in, in West Virginia and they pursued it and they leaked it and the gig was up, as they would say. So they've moved on to a different site, a different location. Greenbrier is now a tourist attraction. They can go there and they can see the bomb shelter because it's never going to be used by Congress. But that was, again, in the 50s. So you know they've got yeah. these elaborate... Uh, beautiful uh, bomb shelters all around D.C. for our government. Well, we've got tunnels all over the place under the city. So, you know, there are even abandoned uh, tunnels through mountains in Pennsylvania, through oh, the sure. rolling hills uh, that the military has used. They, they can be uh, made into makeshift uh, living quarters and bomb shelters because if you've ever gone through a tunnel that goes through a mountain, uh, it is not just that tunnel and the sleeve that they've shoved through the mountain, you see cutaways for doors. And yeah. all through that mountain, there are rooms that have been tunneled out, carved out, and built up and are protective. And you you, you get into one of those, you are safe. Yeah. Just about anything. And you put supplies in there, you can extract your water from the ground. You can do a lot of stuff in there. There are so many things that, that are rumors right now, but uh, you you got to wonder whether there's some 
truth to it. They supposedly are highways that are underground that the government uses. They're top secret highways that go from state to state or city to city. I mean, literally, there's a web of underground roadway roadways that we don't know about. Yeah, the, uh, the underground railroad that uh, you know, supposedly runs, you know, east to west. Have and, you heard uh, about this? I mean, uh, people would say that's oh, that's ridiculous. But I've seen pictures of people going in and out in trucks, big 18-wheelers driving in and out of these locations. And there are truck drivers who will tell you that these uh, roadways, these thoroughfares do, do exist. Supposedly, yeah, well, if you, if, yeah, if you know somebody that's ever driven for the government, yes. military loads, a lot of times there are certain loads that they don't want on the highways, and they, they are routed to a special place. They've got fueling down there the whole nine yards. And it all goes, and the technology for this, you go, well, that has to be something relatively new. Seeing that we're Actually, seeing that we're venturing into the conspiracy area here. It is. Yes, but it's fun. Uh, there's also supposed to be a submarine port that's like in Nevada or someplace like that. You supposedly enter it from the Pacific Coast. You go under California and you go up, you, you, you come out in a lake in Nevada or someplace like that. There is some inland port that is top secret. Now, that sounds like a, a, actually an episode of, uh, or a scene from a James Bond movie, but, you know. From James Bond or the Nautilus, but what you have to realize is that the natural structure of the world, uh, the, the, well, of, of, of the planet Earth and, and, and ledges like California sits on a ledge and, you know, they have had many subs that have gone under, you know, the state, you know, you can apparently traverse under there way, way down deep. Yeah. So, and there are underground rivers. I mean, why do you think that somebody can sit there and get the two copper rods and go, okay, there's water right here. And you dig down three feet, 10 feet and you, you shove a pipe down there and, and you water. tap it. And all of a sudden you got water for your property. Well, diggers are all around making money from that. That's been around. They've known about this for hundreds of years. You look at uh, the, and, and climate changes and what was once green is now a desert, but that water didn't go away. It went underground. You know, I know this sounds, all these things sound far-fetched that we're talking about, but what I've learned in my, my life is that you can't take stuff at face value anymore. You just can't. Uh, a lot of things that I were told didn't exist, did exist, uh, that we, we were lied to. Uh, there are stories, things like, have we ever gotten the true story about the Kennedy assassination? I don't think so. I don't think that we've learned who really was behind that. I think there was a cover-up, pure and simple, because too many, too many people have come up in the past fifty years and said, "Well, you know, uh, I knew somebody who would, who was involved in that," or "I knew." Uh, they've also enhanced pictures from the grassy knoll where you can see puffs of smoke at the time the president mm. was being shot, and there supposedly are witnesses who were at the grassy knoll who saw two guys in suits, brown suits, uh, uh, at the wall. So, hey, 
I don't have the answer. All I know is I don't think we've had the uh, truth either. No, and I don't think anyone will ever get the truth when you go back to the Kennedy thing because there are a lot of theories out there. The one truth that you can understand is is that what they say happened is not the true story. That's right. Well, let me even even let's go back a, a hundred more years. Let's go back to uh, Abraham Lincoln when he was shot. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, John Wilkes Booth died in a barn. A guy looked in between the uh, the boards of a burning barn that uh, Booth was in. He saw mm-hmm. Booth. He supposedly aimed and killed the man. He he lingered for a day, but he was paralyzed and he died. That was the story everybody was told. But then, you know, little things happen. Like uh, he was supposed to be autopsied. The body was supposed to be autopsied on a ironclad in the Potomac River of all places. Why they didn't bring him to a building uh, where there was uh, everything was right there is beyond me. Uh, I don't think the results of the autopsy ever were released, and then they were lost. So we don't Funny even know how that works. Isn't yeah. It? And supposedly people who saw the body said it couldn't have been John Wilkes Booth. It wasn't, you know, this guy had reddish hair and John Wilkes Booth had black hair. There were certain features about John Wilkes Booth that this guy didn't have. And also there was a guy supposedly out in Oklahoma who died in 1913 who on a deathbed said he was John Wilkes Booth and he had all the features and scars. So uh, are we told the truth? I don't think so. No, there's, there's, look, there's conspiracy that goes back to the beginning of this country. We were the great experiment, like the Queen said, that we just, you know, who just recently died. It was, you know, time to come home, time to end the great experiment. And you've got the, the, the money people. We've, we've talked about that before of the world that have always controlled everything. The United States was the exception to the rule, but yet, even after we, you know, created after the United States was created, we still had money people that were put into play to run this country. You couldn't be, uh, you couldn't be in government unless you had money, you had to be a landowner. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what we were totally set up to be against, they put back into play. Sure. Why are we still so enamored with royalty over here? We, we supposedly, we shouldn't be. Yeah. We supposedly got, had the revolutionary war to get away from all that stuff. Yet now the media, you know, it makes a big deal out of it. Whenever the queen or the king dies or the, there's a coronation for the king, we have cameras there and it takes up all of our news, our news day, the cable channels cover it 24 seven. And you got to wonder why it's, it's something we were supposed to be getting away from. They, they distract us all the time. We're a curious people. And so we're easy to distract. And that is what's, you know, place right now in current politics. Uh, it's easy to sit there and get our attention and get us to get a focus, not on the ball that's at hand. Which get, brings me to a point, Bill, I, I wanted to make. They like to wrap the story up quickly in this country. You know what I'm saying? Meaning yeah. uh, Kennedy was shot. And by the end of the weekend, we wanted to know who the killer was. And that was it. The assassination happened. Then they found Lee Harvey Oswald. Then he was shot, and that ends that. The story is over. On to something else. The we, we, it's like reading a book. We had a a beginning, a middle, and an end. Quickly, it didn't drag out. Now that wasn't necessarily the truth, but that's how they like to do it in this country. That's how they like to do it with the elections. 
Well, look what happened in 2020. We know darn well that it wasn't it wasn't a legitimate election. A lot of things happened that weren't legal, and yet they want to tell us it's over. It was legal. Let's move on. That's it. Yeah, and whatever that storyline is that they develop is the storyline that they're going to stick to. And if you bring in new evidence that forces them to reopen and investigate, somehow it's not going to pan out and it's going to go circle right back around to what the original story was that they laid out for you. Because, you know, I guess like the old, uh, the old line from Jack Nicholson, you want the truth. You can't yeah, handle, handle the, the truth. truth. Yeah. Well, they, they don't want to give you the truth. They definitely want you to think that Russia is bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. That has been a thing that Democrats have pushed for, for years. Russia, 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 as President Trump would say. Russia is bad. Russia is a pretty big country, a lot of diverse and interesting people, and they aren't bad. They're people, okay? But they want you to think in your mind that every Russian is evil, and they want you to think the king of evil in Russia is Putin. Now, I don't know Putin, really. And I, I won't tell you whether he, I know he was in the KGB. That's bad. But I look at what he's done for his so country. the CIA. CIA yeah. is bad. And Bush was in but that. But I look, I look at what he's done for his country. Uh, well, you know, sometimes a, uh, sometimes a, uh, an untied thread, you know, that leaves, you know, leaves open the conspiracy is a good lifelong distraction for other evil deeds that are taking place. Yeah. Now let them let let them chew on this Kennedy assassination thing for the next 50 years. Yeah. That's true. You know? That's true. Because that'll that'll be a good cover for everything else yeah. that we're doing right yeah. now. Things are getting a little uh, quiet about the Kennedy assassination. Let's uh let's do the Warren commission. Let's and then we'll release it a, a year or two later and that'll be talk and then we can also bring in Judith Campbell Exner. She, we can talk about the liaisons that Kennedy had. We'll keep that whole thing alive uh, for years and years to come. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah, and they'll sit there and they'll get you to pontificate. And if you don't want to pontificate, they'll bring in somebody to you know, you know, theorize and pontificate on what it was that was released, so that everybody gets to talking. And when that happens. You I mean, know, look what's, distraction look what's happening with Fetterman right now with the debate. Yeah, I, I don't have the audio bill, but I heard it this morning and it made me sick. Every left-leaning politician and pundit uh, was on the television somewhere, mostly MSNBC, spinning it, spinning mm -hmm. how good he had actually done and how how much uh, Oz had picked on poor. Uh, Oz disabled. did not pick on him. He didn't. He didn't. He, Oz was a gentleman. But here's the deal. You know, the, the, the two things that people don't know because of everything that they're saying, the poll came out yesterday, last night, and it puts Oz five to seven points ahead of Fetterman. Wow. Uh, we know that. We know that the voting, the early voting is going full tilt Republican in Pennsylvania. We know from what you just mentioned here earlier that there are 255,000 ballots that were sent out that uh, weren't requested, weren't required, but they're yeah. mail-in ballots that have no stipulation 
of who they go to. So who's going to fill out those ballots? How they're going to be counted? They've already got the boxes that you put the ballot ballots in that are crammed full. Yeah. So you've got a quarter million votes out there that are totally unaccounted for two weeks before the election. If it was an honest election, seriously, if it was an honest election, every mail-in vote, every absentee ballot right now would be invalidated, meaning, okay, we've screwed up. There are a quarter million phony ballots out there. To be honest, we're sorry, everybody who wanted to vote by mail and by absentee, but every one of your votes is now null and void. The They've o- already ad- admitted that the voting machines are tainted. But yeah, we're going to use them. And we have the absentee ballots that are ballots that are out there that are coming in uh, with no, uh, you know, no validation of uh, who it goes to, who's going to be filling it out. It's just going to be counted. And they've already said they're going to have four or five more days of counting after the election date, too. Right? Four or five extra yeah. days to count the ballots in Pennsylvania. So I'm calling it right now. Fetterman just now is officially won by a landslide. Yeah. And you know what? He is not the auditory skills yeah. that it takes to be in the Senate to listen and speak. He can't do it. Obama and Biden are going to be campaigning for Fetterman. Also, mm-hmm. Obama did a commercial for Fetterman. I saw that. It was pieced together. Did you watch the production of it? Yeah. It was not done in one take. He didn't read it with the conviction of somebody who was really sold on what he was saying. Meaning when you watch Obama do this commercial, he'll say, uh, John Fetterman is the man of the people. And then they cut it. He really can do something for Pennsylvanians. Then they cut it. And you got to wonder whether Obama was having difficulty reading it. Was he snickering or laughing? Or Do you know what I'm saying? Because they had yeah, the- I think with that, the, it gets back to the linguistics. What they were doing, it's each of those things were a thought. I know. And, you know, so by him being staged when he said it, you know, you know Fetterman is a man of the people. That is one thought that is imprinted in your head, you know, then the next thought is imprinted and the next thought is imprinted. But to me, it looked like he didn't believe what he was saying. So they had to piece it together. I didn't get the, I didn't get the impression that you got, you're saying, I know what you're saying. You, You, they were trying to imprint each one of those messages, you know, he's a man of the people. He'll work for you. He's, uh, worked hard in the past. All these different things that Obama was throwing out there, uh, they're trying to sell them. But well, I, yeah, they're they're putting it there so they can come back with a print thing. It can be a billboard, Fetterman, a man of the people, or a man of the people, Fetterman, and your subconscious mind forgets all that other crap yeah. and nuance that you just talked about. As John go, Fetterman once said, "Hi, everybody. Good night." Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, if you put that up there, your brain would recall that and say it's a fact. But it, they're putting it out there that way so that your brain will reassemble it in a way that it understands. And it's it's actually smart. It is linguistics. Um, it's depressing what you're saying. You're saying it's going to be stolen. And 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 it looks like they're setting us up for it now. Mm-hmm. I think you, you may be right. It It shouldn't be. 
I think that if it were a legal and honest election in this state, then it would definitely go to Oz. I think he's got the momentum and people are behind him. But I think there's such a cheat, a system in place. They haven't moved it from 2020. They have just improved it. Yeah. Well, have you ever heard of when I talk about linguistics, you ever hear of the phrase uh, simulconsciencing? No, I have not. All right. Real, real simple uh, how it works. It's like the old Burma shave things. Or actually, it was McDonald's, I believe, back in the 60s. They realized that when their commercials come on TV, they had three seconds to get your, to, to say everything they needed to say. And after that, it was all just crap that went away. So they had three seconds in the front of a spot. And the way that I'll set that up, you're driving down the highway and uh, you see a sign, Stuckies, one mile ahead. Well, if you don't know what a Stuckies is, your brain has three choices. Uh, it's a gas station. Uh, it's a restaurant. Um, I don't know what it is. So it's going to make the right decision, the wrong decision, or throw it away. So you've only got a one-third shot with that message. But now, if you go hungry, well, your brain knows what hungry means. Great food. It knows what that means. Stuckies. Yeah. And now you've pieced together what you want to tell the brain. And when you're driving along, all of a sudden you see the Stuckies next exit. Oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. And there you go. And that's simulconsciencing. So they're trying to market Fetterman like he's a... Uh, like he's a burger. A brand, a big, yeah. fat, juicy steak. Well, they're marketing him I, that I, way. I, I just think that beyond that point now, I think they should have done this. First of all, I... I agree with the people who said Fetterman should have stood his ground and never done a debate. If you really wanted to protect your candidate, you should have said he's too busy. Uh, he's dealing with other issues right now, and he just hasn't got the time to debate. That's what you should have done. Yeah, any attack you do on Fetterman now is an attack because of his disability. Uh, they should have done a reverse simulconsciencing thing on him, taking the negative of the things you don't want and do the exact same thing, but just do it very simple. Program the brains, you know, the people, what brains people have to, you know, focus on the negative. I got to tell you, if Pennsylvania goes with Fetterman right now after that debate, you know it's stolen. It's an embarrassment. One more thing. Uh, according to a draft proposal obtained by TASS, Russia will urge the UN Security Council to set up a commission consisting of all members of the Security Council to investigate into the claims against the U.S. and the Ukraine that they had uh, these biological laboratories in the territory of the Ukraine. And they had, like uh, we had talked about, I believe, 46 civilian laboratories. 46. That's a lot of labs because they initially said none. Then they said maybe 10. Then they said 13. Then 20. 46 labs. Uh, making bioweapons, viruses, just can do terrible things. But they had one in uh, Wuhan, okay? Mm -hmm. You know what that, what happened there? Of course, the Ukraine is saying, uh, the Ukraine has no biological, nuclear, or chemical weapons program. Of course they don't. Yeah. But I think that's interesting that Russia is going to the UN, and he wants to have, they want to have us investigated. Usually, it's the West having 
Russia investigated or China investigated. Now they're they're using the uh, the United Nations for, on their behalf, which I think was uh, interesting. Also, uh, on uh, October 17, 2022, the U.K. Minister of Defense, Ben Wallace, made a hurried, unscheduled trip to Washington, D.C. for an emergency meeting with the U.S. Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, General Milley, and other senior U.S. officials. One explanation suggested insecure communications as a motive for the frantic visit, meaning the communications set up between England and the United States that they've used for decades have been compromised by, I guess, hackers. And yeah, they don't, they don't uh, trust them anymore. Well, things go through the Internet. They go through cables. They go through the uh, satellites. So any, any of those methods can be monitored. Yeah. And any, any code that somebody's written, well, somebody brilliant wrote a code. And somebody equally as brilliant can crack that code. So anything can be deciphered. So uh, with all this going on in the world, now there's a problem with communications between NATO countries. Interesting. Also, Elon Musk officially owns Twitter. Did you hear that? He owns it. Oh, Lost yeah. He walked in with a sink, said, let this sink in. Yeah. And then his, <laughs> one of his first uh, things that he did was he fired the CEO and the CFO and the uh, legal head of Twitter gone. I mean, like the same, the same day they're out. That's it. It's a wrap. And I guess the CEO, uh, Padag Agrawal, I hope I pronounced that right. He's from, from India. He, uh, he has never been a fan of free speech. He's encouraged Twitter to be used, uh, as a, a censored site, so to speak. So he's gone, which is Too an interesting bad. sign. Yeah. Well, we've done it, my friend. Another show in the can. Uh, it is the weekend. See, I remember this time, which is a step in the right direction. If you want to contact us, all you have to do is call us at 833-538-7868. Yeah, it's 833-LET'S-VOTE. So uh, remember it that way if you can't uh, with the uh, the numbers, because that's how I have to remember it. Or you can send us an uh, email. It's mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com day.com and uh the crn america site uh it's getting better every day it's getting pretty soon it'll be up and running but it's you can go look at it if you want to see what we're talking about it'll it's at crnamerica.com right yeah that's what it is you can check it out and uh who knows maybe over the weekend it might start playing something you never -uh. know <laughs> oh yeah well that's it. it it all depends we got to just upload everything that's yeah. got to go on it. So, as they would say in Pittsburgh, nah, -uh. nah, -uh. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. Hey, listen, yeah, we're we're gonna red out the closet, man. You're heading back. You have a, you have a ride ahead of you. Have safe travels. We will talk again on Monday. Have a great weekend, folks. And if anything happens major, don't forget to check back because we'll have an update. Sounds good to me. Take care, Bill. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>